The uh, first paragraph of the Amidah, the bracha of Avos, acknowledging our patriarchs. We've been going word through word, describing and so on. But I want to share with you tonight an insight that some of us heard last year on our base medrash fly into New York. We met with several outstanding Rabbanim Gedoli Yisrael, Rashi Yeshiva, among them Rav Reisman of Torah Vedas. And he shared with us what he does, a tool, a technique he uses in order to concentrate we know that halacha demands that minimally we understand, we focus, we concentrate on that opening bracha. So how do we do it? Our mind wanders, and he explained the assumption is that if we can have kavanah for that opening bracha, if we can create some momentum and traction, the hope was it would continue throughout, so therefore they order, they ordained at least kavanah for that opening bracha. But how do we do it? The mind tends to wander. So he saw a commentary from the son of the girl of Avram ben Agra, the Groh's son, it's attributed often to the Goan, to the Groh himself, who explains that really the first half and the second half of the paragraph go together. And the ending sentence of that first paragraph are really a taich. They're really a commentary, a translation, an explanation of the first. Hakel, Hagadol, Hagibor, Vahanora. We have these four descriptions of Hashem. We've spent some time now going through them. And what is the difference between them? Hakel, he's God, Hagadol, he's great, Hagibor, he's mighty, Anora, he's awesome. We saw that Moshe Rabbeinu employed these phrases in Parsha Zekev and Sefer Dvarim. Yirmiyahu and Daniel rescinded them, thinking we can't find God here in this Gullus. And then they were reinstated by Anche Knesset Hagedola. But what do these four words really mean? And said Rav Reisman, quoting in the name of the Gra, the son of the Gra, if you want to know what these four words really mean, just keep reading. Just keep looking in the sitter. And he said he uses a technique to even use his fingers. He counts off at the beginning of his Amida. Hakel, Hagadol, Hagibor, Hanora. What does that mean? Kel, what are the next words? Hagibor, Hanora, Kel, Elyon. Kel means, the explanation is, Kel, Elyon. What is Kel, Elyon? What is Elyon? Elyon means the one above. Say in the Yiddish, the Ebishter, the one above. The one who powers everything. Who's on top of everything. Who's on top of the world. So the explanation, the definition of Kel, go forward, is Kel, Elyon. He's not a God, he's the omnipotent, infinite, all-powerful. He's the Abishter. He's the God who's on top of everything. Hagadol. So what does Hagadol mean? Said Rav Reisman, if you look in Tanakh, you'll always find the word Gadol means someone who's a giver, someone who's benevolent, someone who's doing for others. And Adam Gadol in Tanakh is a giving person. In the stone Chumash, in the words Ha'ma'or Hagadol describing the sun, if you look at the commentary, it quotes Rav Soloveitchik, that what is Moor HaGadol? Why is the sun called the great luminary HaGadol? It's not just a description of its size, but the sun is the biggest giver in creation. Light and heat, energy, photosynthesis, the gravity of the sun keeps the planets in place. The sun is the biggest giver, so it's called the Moor HaGadol. Gadol is a giver. And Nach, HaIsha HaGadola, Ma'od, the great the woman who provided for Elisha, it's not a description of her physique or of her appearance. She would not be very flattered to be described as Ha'isha Ma'od. What it means is she's the great giver. She's benevolent. She's hospitable. She's charitable. She's kind. Even in halacha, a katan can't give. A katan can't transact. If you give an esrog to a katan, they can't give it back. Only a gadol can transact, can transfer ownership. A gadol is a giver. Avram is called Hagadol Ba'anashim. He's the great giver. So therefore, what is the definition of Gadol? What does it mean that Hashem is great? Hagadol, the hey idea we spoke about. What does it mean he's great? Not in size. What makes him great? 
Again, keep going later in the paragraph. Kel Hagadol Hagibor Vanora, Kel is Kel Yon. So what's Hagadol? Gomel Chasadim Tovim. Now it makes sense. Hagadol is a giver, so the paragraph continues. Gomel Chasadim Tovim is the corollary that is the definition of Hagadol. What's Gibor? Gibor means strong or powerful. So the Gros says, what's the parallel? Keep going. By now you should have figured it out. If Kel is Kel Elyon, Gadol is Gomel Chasadim Tovim, Gibor is Koneakol. How is Gibor Koneakol? So Artko translates the word Koneakol means everything belongs to God. He owns everything. But the Grod of Vilnagon says Koneakol, the word Kone doesn't come from the word Kenyan to acquire, to own, but rather Lisakain means to fix, to repair. Hashem God is the great repairman. And the truth is that Hashem created nature, He created the world, He created the Bria, that most problems in the world go away by themselves. Rabbi Reisman quoted, I looked it up, a Dr. Lewis Thomas, who's quoted as saying, the great secret of doctors known only to their wives, but still hidden from the public, is that most things get better by themselves. Most things, in fact, are better in the morning. The great secret of doctors, even if you didn't give the antibiotic, I'm not paskining in medicine, but I have a brother who's a doctor who says, even if you don't give the antibiotic to the ear infection to strep, the Bri Hashem designed, it created the human body. It will heal on its own. The ozone layer will heal on its own. The world heal. I'm not making a commentary on climate. Rev. Reisman said. But if you look at nature and the natural order, Hashem designed such a world that the most things, not everything, unfortunately, but most things heal on their own. So what's Gibor? The Taich, the definition, the explanation of Gibor is Koneha Kol. Not that he owns everything. Kone is that he fixes everything. He is the great repairman. He is the great fix-it man. What's Nora? Nora means awesome, but what does Nora mean? Continuing. Zocher mevi goel. What happened? We talked tomorrow already. After the Churban, Yermio and Daniel rescinded calling Hashem Nora. Where is he in the Gullus? Where can he be found? In this destruction, with this despair. So what is the Baruch? What do we say? Nora is mevi goel of nevinehem. Means that in our travels through that Gullus, in our travels through that hiddenness, through that place of darkness and despair, he's mevi goel levnevenehem. Does that mean he brings Mashiach? Not yet. The second half, the Amida, the theme is Mashiach, as Semach David, and so on. Now, the first part of the Amida doesn't mean he brings Mashiach. What it means is, even without Mashiach, even yet, while we are trying to survive the Gullus, he's mevi goel levnevenehem. Hashem enables, he empowers, Kodesh Baruch who protects, he allows us to survive, to navigate. If you look at the bracha of Rev of Gal Yisrael Niamida, it's not talking about Mashiach. It means he saves us from the Gullus. So Reisman said, this formula helps him concentrate on the, on the first bracha. First, the three avos as archetypes. And then he said he uses his fingers. Hakel, Hagadol, Hagibor, Hanora. Kel Elyon, Komel Chasadim Tovim, Vekone Akol, Vezocher Chasdei Avos. The second four phrases elucidate, they explain, they illuminate the first four so that the whole paragraph comes together in a way we can understand these descriptions of Hashem.